Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Anano, and in this episode, we will be doing a Super Bowl Sunday preview, but for the game on Sunday at SoFi Stadium, and the host of the Super Bowl is in the Super Bowl. The Rams are going against the Bengals. Rams overall regular season wise, just for uh, saying that uh, as far as the record's sake, they went twelve and five. Bengals ten and seven. These were two teams that both won their respective divisions, but weren't the highest seed in the playoffs, but made a run, got hot at the right time, and uh, now are playing in the Super Bowl. And it'll be five thirty p.m. Central Time on coming up on Sunday. On NBC. So this one should be a, a fun matchup. Um, I'm really looking forward to it because uh, either way, you can't really go wrong with whoever wins. If the Bengals win, I'd be okay um, with it because Joe Burrow is fun to watch. He's a great young quarterback uh, who's who's ascending, and they have some uh, very promising young skill position players on their offense as well to go with Joe Burrow at quarterback and they're just a fun team to watch. Um, and if the Rams win, I would be happy for Matt Stafford. Stafford seems like he's a real good, real good uh, guy and just definitely a, a, a really good quarterback as well. Um, I think Stafford, you know, he's not like an elite quarterback, but he's pretty good. He, he, he is, uh, a pretty good quarterback, and put it this, this way: you could do a lot, lot, lot worse than uh, you know Matt Stafford at quarterback. And Stafford this year, although he, he has the tendency to you know throw throw an interception here and there, he had a very good season. If you look at his stats um, overall in the season, and first year with uh, Sean McVay, uh, really clicking on all cylinders as far as the offense for the most part. Uh, they were a team that. Got hot at the right time, obviously, to get to this point. But later in the regular season, they were kind of struggling. Um, There's a few games where they, they they lost and they were they were kind of struggling heading into the regular season or heading into the playoffs, rather. But um, the, the last game of the year when they were able to fight and claw back against the Niners to get into the playoffs, that one was really one that I think sparked um, their run um, to get, you know, to the playoffs and then get to this point in the Super Bowl and, and, and winning some games in the playoffs. So good on them. And both both coaches, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I like Sean McVay. I, th- I think Sean McVay is a, a talented coach. Um, Zach Taylor seems seems that way too. Uh, both offensive minds. So it'll be interesting to see um, kind of the, the, the matchup there as far as two offensive minded coaches going at it. And then, um, you know, they both have – Pretty good defenses too. Rams have a really good defense, obviously with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. They got Leonard Floyd. I mean, that you could go up and down the list with with guys that that they have on that defense. Von Miller, um, as well. So, um, they they should be a tough matchup for this uh, Bengals offense. But the Bengals offense is a tough matchup conversely for the Rams defense. Um, I would think that the the Bengals offensive line. They've had some struggles there as far as um, keeping Joe Burrow protected. It's been okay recently for the most part, but um, they've had their moments where where they, they've struggled to keep um, their franchise quarterback protected. But uh, that'll be certainly a key in this game, probably the biggest key um, out of them all going against that pass rush with Donald, Miller, um, Floyd, and, and everybody else that they got on that on that side of the ball. So, should be a good matchup. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's nice for a Super Bowl two, to you know as as great as Tom Brady is. It's nice for just one year of a change um, to not have Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He's a great quarterback and be a Hall of Famer. He's a goat. You know, greatest of all time. Um, but it's it's nice to have to have some new fresh blood, so to speak, in the Super Bowl. Um, and also. You know, I'm a big Mahomes guy too, but it's nice to 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 you know have a year off of of Mahomes and and, and to get a new team in there um, as well. So we will cover this matchup as far as 
what each team's got going for them. And just before we get to that, the Rams, the, the they're favored right now by four. Um, it it opened that way. And it, it stayed that way up until this point of, of recording the podcast for this episode of Big A Sports Show. And, you know, that's not really a shock to me. The Rams, I think, are the favorite favorite team, obviously, by by the by the by the you know Vegas and, and everybody that, that puts the lines out there. Um, but also just just by the fact that, you know, they're they're the favorite. I think the Bengals are the underdog. I think that the Bengals are comfortable in that spot being the underdog. Um, that's kind of what's what sparked their run. And um, you know, it's basically them them having the us against the world mentality and it's worked out to this point and we'll see if um they have they have enough um left to 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 make it through and and win the super win the, win the game against the Rams and, and win it all. So we'll start with the offenses. We'll start with the Rams offense. So we want to talk about them. Uh really good season so far out of Stafford. Um, you look at his numbers in the regular season, passing yards, touchdowns. I mean, he's 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 among the tops for sure. I know in passing yards, if you look at it, um, it also maybe not among the top for touchdowns because you know Mahomes, everybody else that 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 had a great year, Brady, Rogers, all those guys. Um, Rogers also shout out to Aaron. Um, he won his third MVP. Congrats on that. As a big Packer fan, I'm very happy. For to hear that news as well. And I hope Rodgers comes back to the Packers, but that's a whole another conversation for another time. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that Stafford is a, is a really nice upgrade for the, for this Rams team, obviously. And I think a, a big factor for them in this, this game is they're going to, is going to be their, their run game. Obviously they're going to throw it with Stafford a lot, but I think the running game, they have Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle, all of them are healthy, according to Sean McVay, um, leading up to the Super Bowl. And um, one downside for them is I believe that they're going to be without Tyler Higby, uh, probably their second best pass catching, and maybe third best. Um, it, it could go either way between him and him and Beckham uh, Jr. for for second best, but obviously Cooper Cup's first best receiving player. Um, so he won't play in this game because he got hurt last game in, in the um, NFC Championship. So the the key for them is going to be what what can they get on the ground against the the Bengals um last last game for the the Bengals the Chiefs I don't think obviously they they passed a lot with Mahomes um cuz you know he's Mahomes but I think that they didn't run it as much as they they maybe could have um in that game especially when they're up too by by such a such a margin in the first half so maybe a, a idea for for the um, Rams is to kind of see what they can get in the run game, see if there's there's any anything anything there um, to be had in the running game. Obviously, they're going to be throwing it to Cooper Cup, you know, great great receiver there as well. Um, but I think they're going to look to run first and then try to go play play action off of that. Um, and they're going to obviously like any team try to not get behind the six because whenever that happens, they're obviously going to be forced to not run the ball and get in shotgun and throw the ball to Stafford around the, around the yard. So that'll be an interesting matchup. Bengals defense definitely came to play in the second half against the chiefs in the AFC championship. And was it one of the bigger reasons why they even won that game to get to the Super Bowl? Um, they were able to adjust uh, to, to, to what was happening and, and, and make some good plays as well against the really good chiefs offense. So credit there as well. So, I'll bring in this the guest of this episode of Big A Sports Show, Mark, uh, for your thoughts on the Rams offense against the Bengals defense. Yeah, thanks, Adam. It should be a good matchup. Um, like you're saying, Stafford has been a, an upgrade for the Rams this year quarterback, and he's had a lot of big games Uh at the end of the season for him, he's played pretty well in most of the playoff games. He will uh, give the other team an opportunity for interceptions, which uh, we've seen the last few games, so he's going to have to watch out for that. But just going off of the personnel for both teams, obviously we know the Rams have 
really good receivers with Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup. And that Odell Beckham addition is really paying off for the Rams because teams are going to try to, you know, double team Cooper Cup and bracket coverage for him. And you have to find someone else to, to take away the attention at Odell Beckham. Give credit, he has taken advantage of his opportunity. They do have a couple other guys like Van Jefferson, who's a, a deep threat that Saver can sometimes connect with downfield. Tyler Higby, like you said, um, will not be playing, but they did have a backup tight end, Kendall Blanton, and he played well in the NFC Championship game, so it'll be interesting to see what he does in the Super Bowl. Um, Sean McVay is really good, though, at scheming people open in the passing game, and like you are saying, Adam, it'll be a really nice luxury, or sometimes maybe they, they might have to, uh, run the ball against the Bengals' defense to kind of soften them up. Uh, Cam Akers is a decent back out of the backfield. Sonny Michelle is a good veteran as well on third downs. So the Rams' line is decent. They have a pretty good uh, tackles, Andrew Whitworth and Rob Havenstein, a former Badger, by the way, Rob Havenstein. And their interior of the line is decent as well. So they do a good job of protecting Stafford for the most part. And he'll have some opportunities. We've seen the Bengals uh, struggle a little bit uh, against some other passing attacks this year, but the Bengals' defense is no pushover. They do have <clears throat> they do have some good players, um, and they have a good defensive coordinator as well, who's kind of been really good at adjusting game plans. They have been really good in the second halves of games <clears throat> as far as stopping teams. So. Just some names to look out for um, on the Bengals' defense. Trey Hendrickson is their, probably the best pass rusher. They do have good defensive tackles as well up the middle, so I think it will be hard for the Rams to get a lot of uh, yards in between the tackles. And they have a couple of, of decent safeties, Von Bell and Jesse Bates. These guys are ball hawks. They have good range. They can play the ball downfield, and I think that'll come in handy with the Rams sort of offense that they run. And they have decent cornerbacks, too, uh, rated 85 and 81 overall on lineups.com, which is a um, football research site. Chidobi Awuze is rated 85. Mike Hilton is rated 81. They have a good middle linebacker, Logan Wilson. He's the number three rated linebacker. So it will be... I think it'll be a good matchup. I think they'll be able to move the ball, and like we always say with the with any game, really, it'll come down to the red zone and turnovers because we saw the Bengals were very good in the red zone against the Chiefs. That helped them win that game, and Stafford and the Rams have had a couple of turnovers the last few games in the red zone, which has almost come back to bite them and cost them the game. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to the matchup. I think it'll be it'll be fun, and I would say Cooper Cup should probably have a good day. But anyways, let's uh, move on to the Bengals on offense, Big A, and we'll talk about them. Yeah, so Bengals on offense, obviously got Joe Burrow. Uh, really fun quarterback to watch, uh, as, as well as Joel Mixon. They have Jamar Chase, who's... One of my favorites. I, I like watching Jamar Chase play. Um, he's he's great. I, I always I always like to say I, I joke whenever Jamar Chase uh, gets gets the ball uh, as a receiver for for defenses. You gotta chase him. I say so. Um, so yeah. Uh, so that's a little uh, b- bad pun there by by Big A. But um, Jamar Chase, a, a really really special talent at wide receiver. Really fun to watch and. Um, they got T. Higgins. They're going to have C.J. Uzama back. He was hurt last game. Um, he got hurt in the game. Um, but he he basically, I'm paraphrasing what he basically said this week, you know, I'm, I'm not missing this game, you know, unless I'm like severely, severely hurt, um, which he was hurt, but I don't think he was severely, severely hurt. He's like, I'm going to I'm going to give it a go. And if you're him, why not? It's the Super Bowl, you know, all hands on deck. This is the last game of the season, no matter what, for both teams. Last game of the NFL season, the the bet, you know, the last game, the 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 big game of them all. So you're you're gonna 
run him out there and uh, see what he can give you. And well, I mean, hopefully he's, he's able to go out there and, and, and produce, but um, you know, let's, you know, his injury is, is still there. So he might not be a hundred percent and obviously, obviously do not want him, want anything to happen with injuries, but you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, he, 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 he's, he, he gets out there and, and, and he can't give it, give it his all. And, and, and he decides maybe, maybe I should play it safe and, um, you know, sit the rest of this one out. Um, who knows that that could come into play, but I think that, um, he'll be good enough to go for, for this game and he'll, he'll be out there for the, for the Bengals and the, and the tight end game. So, Got him and uh, Tyler Boyd as well in the receiving game. They have one of the best young offenses in the league, skill position-wise. They're so fun to watch. They have a great coach um, as far as offensive coach calling plays. And if he wins this Super Bowl, he'll be in consideration as a quote-unquote great coach because whenever you win a Super Bowl as a coach, you definitely get your name thrown into that conversation. Obviously, not one of the, like, Bill Belichick worthy, but like he'll he'll be in that conversation as far as like now you can talk about him as a great coach because he won a Super Bowl. So that's kind of their offense, um, and and everything with that. Their offensive line is is kind of um, you know struggling or has the tendency to struggle, um, and that'll be the biggest thing. Like I said before, um, is keeping Joe Burrow for for the most part. Um, upright. I think that the Rams pass rush is going to get to Burrow. No, no doubt about it. Um, just because of how good they are. Um, I, I kind of equate it to a talented receiver or running back or whatever. That's really good. Typically the, the way of people that people say, if, if you're going against them is, Hey, he, he, he's going to get his, you just, you just have to make sure that, that it doesn't you know, get, get outrageous and, and they don't go off. Well, that's the same for, for the, uh, the, the Bengals offensive line, the Rams defense of line and, and pass rush is going to get theirs. You just have to make sure that it doesn't get, get up crazy and it doesn't become a massive problem in this game. Um, because if that happens, then you're, you're probably not in a good situation if you are the, Bengals. So that is kind of a look there. Rams obviously have, I believe their defensive coordinator is Raheem Morris is their, is their defensive coordinator. So he uh, definitely very impressive defensive mind um, and used to play in the NFL as well, I believe. So um, he brings that experience and knowledge to the game and was able to take over um, for Joe Bur- Joe Barry, who um, is now the Packers defensive coordinator, he was the 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 person who took took over for Joe Barry, and really their their defense for the most part hasn't lost a step, um, or or you hasn't haven't seen a drastic change as far as them like becoming worse. If anything, they've got they've gotten better or you know stayed about the same, um, which is still even if they stay the same, they're still a really good defense because when they were with Joe Barry, they they had a good defense as well. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of a, a look there. I think that the game plans for both are going to be, I think, running game for the Rams. I think that obviously they're going to feed Cooper cup. No doubt about it. They're going to get them. They're probably line them up in the backfield here and there, although they have three running backs. So I don't know if you'll see a whole lot of that because all the three of the running backs are healthy. Um, but they're going to, they're going to throw Cooper cup all over the place. Um, he's, he's kind of a Swiss army knife for them and, um, he can do it all. You can line up and line him up at the slot. Even he can play the perimeter as well. Um, if, if you get him on the right matchup, uh, too, and, uh, he, he does it all. He's, he's a really impressive receiver for the, for the Rams and, and really fun to watch. So I think they're going to feed him, but I think that a, a key for them, um, and who, who knows they could pass a lot, but I think that given the fact that they have all three of their running backs fresh and healthy, they're going to try and run the, run the ball. They're going to try and see what, what they can get in the running game because that is going to hopefully soften up the, the Bengals' defense over the course of the game, and they're going to tire those guys out, especially if they have a lead um, to um, you know get first downs, grind the clock down, things like that. 
On the flip side for the Bengals, I think you're going to be looking at a a passing attack, um, but I think that they'll mix in Joe Mixon. <laughs> See what I did there? They'll mix in Joe Mixon. Another bad pun by Big A. <laughs> so um, they'll mix in Joe Mixon, but they're going to pass it. They got Burrow. They're going to air it out. Um, I think you could say the same with Stafford, but I think that, again, I think that the, the Rams, they're going to try to run the ball. I, I really do. Um, they certainly, throughout the, throughout the last stages of the regular season, became a run-heavy team. That's what they became. They were a run-heavy team. They passed it, but they became a run-heavy team. So and they have a good offensive line as as you you mentioned, Mark. They they have a, a pretty strong offensive line who can both run and pass block. Um, so so that's going to be a key. But Bengals, I think that they're gonna they're gonna pass it um, more so than they run it. They're obviously going to have Joe Mixon run the ball as well. Um, but they're also going to try and try and go with the screen game. I know that that was somewhat successful for them in the AFC Championship game. Um, as far as Samaj P. Ryan, the backup running back, got a got a touchdown in that that fashion as well so that's kind of a look there mark your thoughts on the bengals offense yeah so the bengals offense they uh have been pretty pretty consistent most of the year burrow and stafford i would say are probably about the same as far as what what tier they are rated on as far as nfl uh, looking at the Bengals, yeah, Jamar Chase has been great, and it's going to be a good matchup with him and Jalen Ramsey this uh, this weekend. And the thing to watch out with that, Jamar Chase is much taller than Ramsey, and you see a lot of balls where Burrow just throws it up to Jamar Chase and he can bring it down, so look for that. Um, they do also have other good receivers, like you mentioned, uh, Big A. Uh, CJ Uzama being back will – Help them out, especially with the the pass rush of the Rams. You're gonna have to have a kind of a security blanket, as they say, for for quarterbacks as a tight end who can get open quick and in the middle of the field. I think C.J. Uzama can, if he's healthy, I think he can have some success because the Rams have kind of struggled against tight ends this year. So I think he can make a difference. And Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins in the slot. We saw them in the AFC Championship game. Um, they they had good games, especially T. Higgins. He's a I think he had over a thousand yards this year. And the Rams on defense, we'll talk about their secondary in a bit. There might be some opportunities for T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And like you said, Big A, it's important to keep Mixon in. Joe Mixon, he had his one of his best years as a pro. He didn't have tons of didn't have like a great yards per carry average, but he's just very consistent around the four yards per carry, which I think they would take in this game. And I think they can exp- uh, they can exploit some of the slower linebackers for the Rams with Joe Mixon in the passing game as well. I think they could get some some short passes that could turn into long gains. So that's who they have at quarterback and skill position. Offensive line, you've been hearing it. Pretty much ever since that, ever since this matchup was the matchup, we found out what the Super Bowl was going to be. Bengals offensive line, just going off the ratings here, their left tackle Jonah Williams rated as the 39th best left tackle. Their left guard was rated at number 29, and left guards in the NFL. Their center was rated 27th. Their right guard was rated 57th. Their right tackle was rated 83rd. So that's very concerning if you're a Bengals fan. How are you going to keep Joe Burrow upright? And then they're going to have to – I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to probably double-team Aaron Donald and use tight ends ends and running backs to chip Von Miller and Leonard Floyd off the edge. You're not going to be able to double-team all three of them. It's it's pretty much impossible. You're not going to be able to get anybody out on routes if you do that. So they're going to have to – Hold the line as much as they can. And the good thing with the Bengals is Burrow has been um, pretty good with the blitz this year. He's been good under pressure. And we saw in other games, right, Adam, like the Tennessee game where he got sacked nine times. He still played pretty well. He was under duress against the Chiefs. In the championship game, he still played pretty well. So that is something to keep in mind. But as far as the Rams on defense, we know they're – you know, they have a lot of superstars. 
especially it starts out fine with Aaron Donald, the, probably the best defensive player in the league, if not maybe the second after T.J. Watt. Von Miller and Leonard Floyd, very good off the edge, pass rushing. But don't forget about their other defensive tackles, Greg Gaines and Ashawn Robinson, Sebastian Joseph Day. They're really good at stopping the run on the interior, so I think it's going to be hard for Joe Mixon to get much going there. We know about Jalen Ramsey is rated as the number one cornerback on lineups.com, 96 overall. They'll probably be matching up against Jamar Chase all day. But their their other cornerbacks aren't rated as high. Um, Dante Dayon is rated number 59 as a cornerback in the NFL. They don't have any other big number two corners, so I think that's where T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd can make some hay. Safeties, they have average to below average safety. So really there's their main strength is the front seven. They're going to have to get to Joe Burrow. Otherwise I think he could have a big day. So I think we are going to move on now to the prop bets for the game. Big A. So what I'll do, I'll uh, give us some prop bets. And uh, if you want to let me know what you think, then we can go from there. So starting with the player prop bets, these are on oddshark.com. By the way, just before, if anyone's not familiar with prop bets, what they are is you can bet on different outcomes of of things within the game as far as how many yards will a player have, what will the outcome of of a certain play be, who will score the most points in the first half, and so on. So Just for fun. Just for fun, of course. And it keeps people engaged, right? If if your team's not in it, but you still want to watch it, you know, keeps it interested. So, anyways, some p- prop bets for for people. We have Joe Burrow. He is the over under is two hundred seventy seven yards. Big A, do you think he will get over or under that? I'll say over. I think that the Rams. Defense is very, very impressive, but I think Joe Burrow is one of the better young quarterbacks in the league, and not even not even just if you categorize by young, just a, one of the b- better quarterbacks in the league in general. And uh, they have too much firepower on that offense. Um, my worry with saying over is that the offensive line becomes a big problem, and it 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 kind of hurts that. Um, but I'm going to say over, just given the the amount of of talent that that they have on the, that offense, and not only will Jamar Chase will, will be a focal point, but let's say Jalen Ramsey does a good job for more or less um, limiting Jamar Chase. Obviously, Jamar Chase will get his, but limiting Jamar Chase. They have other guys like Higgins, um, Boyd, Uzama, other guys that, that can step up in the passing game as well. So it's not like they're they're so one-dimensional. And then they have uh, uh, Mixon and Samaj Pirine as well. So they have, they have other guys as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll say over. All right, I will say under. I think it's going to be hard for him to complete a lot of passes. I think it will be under duress a lot. Matthew Stafford, over, under 283 yards. I'm going to say over. I think he's going to have a big day with Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham, and I just think that they're not going to run the ball that much. So what do you think, Big A? And then we'll do this one, and then we still have some other ones uh, to talk about, but we'll do a quick break after this. But we'll let Big A give his thoughts on the Stafford one. I'll say very slightly under. I think Stafford will have a good game, um, no doubt. But I think that they're going to, um, like I said before, they're going to give it to Cup first and then Beckham and other guys in the passing game. But I think that um, they're going to they're gonna really try to have a balanced attack with with the run pass, and I think that, I mean, they have three three really solid running backs. Daryl Henderson, one healthy, is is a better one of the better young talented running backs in the league. Sony Michelle, um, I think, I mean, he's not amazing, but he's a really good role player, role playing running back. Um, and he, I think he needs gets you know needs needs more credit than what he gets, um, just in general. And then you know they have. Cam Akers, who before his injury was well, really good rookie year, um, and and really 
come on. So I think they're, they're going to utilize those running backs as well as the past game. So we'll be back with the rest of this episode of Big A Sports Show. Welcome back into another edition of Big A Sports Show as we wrap up the Super Bowl preview episode. And before we finish up the prop out portion, just for fun, of this episode of Big A Sports Show, um, just want to you know say for for anybody who's looking for a, a sports show podcast, um, you know, obviously Wisconsin Sports Centered, but also you know, like like this episode, National Sports as well kind of as you know in addition to to the um wisconsin sports uh whatever podcast um that's kind of the, the idea behind my podcast you can subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast it's available on eight or nine platforms and uh, you know obviously easy easy to do uh just search big a sports show wherever you get your podcast and you know i thank all you consistent listeners out there as well uh, the the support's been great so far. I look forward to it continuing, um, and and always looking to do this um, in my spare time. It's some fun to do. I love talking sports. So uh, yeah, want to thank everybody out there, and we'll finish up another edition of Big A Sports Show with wrapping up the prop bets, and then we will do predictions. All right. So we talked about the quarterbacks. We're going to go into some of these skill position and other sections of the game. So as far as the receiving yards, Big A, how many receiving yards do you think Jamar Chase will have? More than 80 or less than 80? More than 80. You better chase them. All right, Cooper Cup. This is a this is a high number, 108 yards. I'm gonna say he's gonna get way over this. Uh, what do you think? I will say over as well. I think Cooper Cup will be their leading receiver, like he is pretty much every game. Uh, Oda Beckham will be their second leading receiver, and Van Jefferson um, slash um, Blanton, I think you said his name. Uh, their tight end, uh, their backup tight end. Um, to Higby, who's not going to play in the game due to, due to unfortunate injury, um, will be kind of mixed in as their third um, leading receiver, and then I think they'll have running backs in the screen game get get some touches as well. Um, but I, but I think that'll be the um, kind of the pecking order as far as receiving yards um, after this Super Bowl. All right, how about defense over under? Two and a half turnovers total in the game between both teams. I'm going to say this is going to go over. I think that there will be at least one fumble caused by the Rams, and I think Stafford and Burrow will probably throw a pick each. They both throw a lot of turnovers. So what do you think, Big A? Over, under, two and a half turnovers? Under. I think there will be two turnovers. I think Stafford will... Have a good game, but I think he'll throw an interception. And I think either one of the two things will happen. Either Burrow will throw an interception, um, in addition to have a really strong game like Stafford, or there will be a uh, turnover another way, like a fumble or, or something like that, um, whether it's the Rams fumbling or the, the Bengals fumbling. So I will say under. All right, we're going to go with changing it up a little bit now. So we talked about some of the plays from scrimmage. We're going to talk about the national anthem. The over-under right now is 106 seconds, so that will be a minute and 46 seconds. I'm going to say over. Usually they like to draw out the end of the anthem. We all see it right where they hold the last note for about 20 seconds. What does Big A think? Over-under. I'll say over as well. I think it'll be uh, drawn out, I think. Uh, it's it's going to be um, a very good anthem, like like they all are. Um, but I think it'll be over. I think you know it's the Super Bowl. You might as well um, put everything you got into it. Um, all the everything that comes with it. So I th- I'm going to say over. 
This is another interesting one with the national anthem. We know these teams are fast scoring, right? They're explosive offenses. Will any scoring drive take under a minute and 46 seconds? I'm going to say yes. There will be a scoring drive that happens quicker than that. What do you say? I think the... Scoring drive will be over. So you don't think they'll get it in time underneath the minute forty-six? No. Yeah. Okay. I think um, that the, they will they will get it over that that number and um, yeah. Fantastic. If if Big A had a bet on a player non-quarterback to win MVP in this game, who would he take? Mark is going to go with. Cooper Cup, I think that there's a lot of chances for a big yards after catch opportunity for Cooper Cup, and I think he's going to have a huge game. A lot of people are saying Aaron Donald, Von Miller for the Rams are candidates, Bengals, um, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. What do you think, Big A? If it's not going to be the quarterbacks, which it probably will, but you never know. Who do you think? If not the quarterback, Jamar Chase. Again, you better chase him. If you're a defensive person and you um, need to, um, you know, tackle him and he gets the ball. So I think that Jamar Chase has had a fantastic season in his rookie year. Uh, rookie of the year, he already won it, um, which he deserved it. And I think that um, he's just so dynamic. I think you can line him up all over the place. He's tall enough to, to play on the outside, but he's also, you know, fast enough to, to play in the slot as well, um, which I think you also need to be fast, obviously, to play on the outside. You, know, you need to be fast in general as a receiver, but I think um, in, in the slot especially, you, you need to be fast, and he's he can do it all. I mean, he, he's really special, and, um, you know, there's been a lot, of, a lot of great receivers, and I know that he's only a rookie. I, I know that, but, boy, he is so fun to watch. Um He's one of my favorite young players, one of my favorite players in general to watch. Um, him and Joe Burrow have such a connection. And, um, you know, I think he said, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said, um, I do whatever Joe Burrow says. Um, I think, you know, he's, he's, we, have, we have such a special connection. Um, and he, in his words, he, he, he considers Joe Burrow like, like God. So, um, so yeah, um, I think that's that will be um, kind of kind of kind of the case there. And um, you know, going back to the LSU days, and now they're in the NFL together as a wide receiver quarterback tandem. Um, yeah, I think that um, Jamar Chase is a candidate for MVP if it's not a a quarterback. But he's he's just such a such a thrill thrill to watch. Fantastic. A couple more here. We're going to talk about a couple other things for the game. This is a fun one. We always talk about what do people say when they get speeches after the game, right? They're on the podium. Jim Nance or I know it'll be uh, Mike Tirico probably will say, uh, talk to Cooper Cup and say, what do you think about it? Who will the Super Bowl 56 MVP mention first in his speech? Here are the categories. Teammates, God, the city, family, coach, owner, none of the above. I'm going to say, I don't know. It, I I'm going to say City, especially if it's the Rams because they're playing in L.A., and I think I think it'll be a pro-Rams crowd. Not that pro-Rams, but I think, I think it'll be the City. But I'm interested to hear what Big A says. I'm going to say teammates. I think it's going to be teammates. I think that, um, you know, that's a, that's a very interesting one. Really can't can't go wrong with any of the responses i would just say teammates obviously those are you know your your, your guys you're playing your 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 
gutting the whole season out. You're you're putting your whole blood, sweat, and tears into a, into a season, and I think that um, they're going to be you know teammates slash coaches. I think that you know the, the, the those two could go together because um, you know it's a part of a team. So I'm going to say that they're going to go with the the team aspect. Um, so yeah, sounds great. Here's some other good ones. How many times will Roger Goodell be shown on the broadcast? The favorite is over 1.5, meaning he'll be shown two two times or more. I'm going to say over. What do you think? Real quick. Oh, over. Not even close. Hands down. I agree. Uh, First score, uh, we always, a lot of people talk about two-minute drill at the end of the half. Will, will the last score of the first half be a field goal or not? I'm going to say it will be. I'm going to say it will be too. All right. We have uh, more. <laughs> this is a funny one. For all you commercial lovers or people who just watch for commercials, how many commercials will have a dog in them? Right now the average is 6.5 commercials. I'm going to say it'll be under. I think that they're going to be, I don't know, talking about other stuff. But dogs, that's a lot. That's a high number. What do you think? I'll say under as well. I think it's a high number. I think that they're going to definitely incorporate dogs into commercials. But I think that um, there's a whole bunch of different sponsors that are going to be, obviously, some more than others. You know, you're going to get the the Doritos and and the Chevy and and all, all all the namely sponsors at every Super Bowl. Um, pay a bunch of money to to get their um, name name and in, in, in product on, on the commercial um, to to promote it. Um, so you know, I, I think that obviously you're going to get those top ones more, more than others, but but I think that the, there's going to be others as well who, who are going to be vying for for some TV time, and uh, along with that, that there's going to be a, a good. A, a good variety to, uh, to a point between those others. So I will say under. All right. And then the last one. We got it. We can't end the prop bets without this. When the game is over, there is liquid poured on to a coach. Gatorade. Gatorade. So here we go. We're going to we're gonna drop some knowledge on you, on you guys about the Gatorade shower odds. So now the favorite is red. That's the number one favorite. Number two is lime, green, yellow. Number three is orange. Four is blue. Five is clear water. I don't know why they would do that, but um, that's number five. And then six is purple. So in the last about 20 years of data it's, it's varied uh let's say going back to six years ago starting super bowl 50 we had orange and then for i don't know what the patriots are doing in super bowl 51 it says there was no color on on there so i don't know what they did if they dumped water on belichick maybe bill didn't want you know right dumped on him uh 52 was yellow 53 was blue 54, orange, 55, blue. And it says that only three times has the color match, the color of the Gatorade match the color scheme of the team. So everyone thinking, oh, Bengals, it's got to be orange. Doesn't guarantee it. I'm going to say I think the Rams will win this. And for whatever reason, I think that the Rams are a lime green um a lime green organization, lime green says yellow, just mixes with their colors, mixes with the California style. I think Big A might think different, but I'm very curious to hear what he says on that. That's before I give my what I what I what I think. That's very interesting because well, when you were explaining the 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 Gatorade and, and that and the choices, I was going to structure my response initially until you said what you said. Um, around you know whoever wins that the 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 prime team color will be the color of the Gatorade. I that's very interesting. That not that's not always that's really hardly ever the case. So 
um, that that's very interesting as well. Um, you would think that that would be the logical thinking, but um, that's not. So once you said that, I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe I should switch what I'm thinking. And I will be switching what I'm thinking. Um, I think that the color will be... I'm going to say blue. I'm going to say it's going to be blue. Um, and I'm, why I'm going to say that is because I know it's not the, the either team, but um, it, it's more of the the host of the Super Bowl. But it, when you look at L.A., right right now with the Rams, it's all blue. Blue, 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 blue. So if I stayed in blue, blue, blue. So um, really kind of has, has something to do with, with the, the one of the teams in it. Um, but more, if you if you look, I'm really taking both teams out of it. I'm just saying, you know, really, when you think about LA, it's it's blue, um, especially like the stadium and, and that. So I, put it this way: if if it wasn't in SoFi Stadium, it was a blue other blue stadium. I would blue like um, structured. I would say blue. So um, that's kind of my my thinking. If if all you listeners can can kind of kind of pick up what I'm putting down, so to speak. Um, so that is, that, that's what I'm going to say. Um, yeah. All right. Perfect. So the last, last two most important things, as far as this game, the over under and who's going to win the game. Mark will say that. So right now the over under is 48 and a half strictly for fun purposes. We're talking about this. Uh, I'm going to say that the Rams will win this game 27 to, I'll say 28 to 23. I think that they're going to have just enough on both sides of the ball, have a little bit of home, home field advantage. Sean McVay has coached in a Super Bowl before. Several players on the Rams have been in a Super Bowl before. I think they have more talent. My heart is saying the Bengals just because it just feels like everything's going right for them this year. But I just think they have a lot of uh, things to overcome as far as especially the the Rams defense causing problems. I'm going to say the Rams 28-23. Sean McVay gets his first Super Bowl victory. Same with Matt Stafford in the city of L.A. What does Big A have to say about that? Bengals are going to win it. Yep. It's going to be a good game. I really think it's going to be a good game. Much better than last year's Super Bowl. So that's that's my um, kind of expectation going into this one. Just be better than last year's. Because last year's, yuck. It was not competitive. And all you listeners know, if my team's not in it. I want close games in all sports. Close, close, close. I want it down to the way. I want... I want entertainment. I want that entertainment value to be skyrocketed all throughout the game. And I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Bengals are going to win 37 to 34. I'm taking the over. I think that the Rams defense, very, very good and talented. They're going to give Joe Burrow some problems. They're going to sack him a few times, but I think they're going to be able to neutralize it enough and I think that the, the Bengals are smart enough to know, hey, Rams have a really good pass rush. They have a really special defense filled with a lot of talent. What That should be their A number one goal heading into, uh, heading into this one or, or, or A number one priority or focus point, whatever you want to say. Do whatever you got to do to limit the amount of times Joe Burrow is getting hit, getting sacked, whatever. That's got to be your A number one goal in my opinion. And I think it will be. I think Zach Taylor is a, is a smart enough coach, obviously very talented, um, to to think that and, and have a good game plan going into this one. And I think that that's can that's going to be their their um, game plan going in. Now, obviously, that's easier said than done. Rams defense is going to have their say on it as well. But as they say, the other team gets paid too, um, and, and and the 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 Bengals are going to do enough to keep Burrow. Um, you know, it, it, I, I don't think it'll be a massive problem. I'll just say that. So I think you put the, the Bengals offense, um, 
really, really, if you go back to the AFC um, title game, throughout the first half, they were shut down. On the second half, they woke up, and boy, oh boy, did they did they come back, and were they impressive in that second half. So I think that Burrow's going to have a really, really good game, um, as he always does, um, and they're going to incorporate the offensive firepower that they got going, and skill position wise, which we've already mentioned. And, um, you know, I think that they're going to be able to put up points. And I think that both teams to an uh, underrated facet that we always talk about too, um, for, for games, I know it gets scoffed at a lot, but Hey, it was the reason why the pack, one of the bigger reason why the Packers, uh, playoffs got cut short the first round, the special teams, um, really was, was a, a factor, um, with that. So I think that the special teams, was a bad factor for the Packers losing as against the Niners. And I think on the flip side for this game, talking about the Super Bowl, it's going to be a good, just overall good. More so, I'm focusing on the kicking game. Evan McPherson, very talented kicker, young kicker. A big reason why the Bengals have have gotten to to where they are. Money McPherson, as they as they nickname him. And then on the other side for the Rams, you got Matt Gay. Who um, is is a really solid young kicker as well? Um, I think he started with the Buccaneers, and he was he was solid for them. I think he might have had some injuries, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I think he might have had some ups and downs with injuries. I think that he somehow wasn't on the maybe got caught or whatever from the Buccaneers. But boy, oh boy, has he found a home in 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 the um, with LA. Um, so I think that both kicking games should be strong which will be huge because especially the Super Bowl or any close game, kicking can be the difference. That Good or bad, it can be the difference. So, And the fact that it's in a dome, it's in a, 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 a climate-controlled environment. There's not going to be any weather or, or anything. It's going to be – it's L.A. It's all hot and and good weather. So, And then they're in a dome too. So weather's not going to be a factor. So I think that that will help as well, in addition to, to just their um, good overall kicking ability. So, yep, and I already talked about kind of the Rams, too, in addition to the Bengals offense. I think that these both offenses are going to be able to put up points. Um, and like I talk about other editions of the Big A Sports Show, as well, like any football game, look for game game script to, to, to come into play. Um, if it teams up by whatever amount, you know, they could be passing, you know, if they're, if their game plan is running, well, they, they're going to need to pass it now because more, more times than not, when you're down, you're, you're going to need to pass. So I think that, um, both teams will pass in general in this game, but I think that that will also be a part of it too. So, you know, Rams, you got cup Beckham, the, the talented running backs, talented quarterback at Stafford, um, Van Jefferson, everybody on that side of the ball. And um, Joe Burrow, who's who's really been able to um, step up and be be one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. And put it this way: if the Rams' offensive line was a a, a massive, massive, massive problem in in giving Joe Burrow so much that that he couldn't handle it, and it was just a huge problem that took out like a sore thumb, so to speak, I don't think that the Bengals would be in the spot. I think that they would their season would be over. Um, by now and obviously they've had their struggles offensive line wise but it hasn't you know gotten to the point where where it's 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 become a factor where where it's why they're not in the playoffs anymore they've been able to overcome it i think that they overcome it again and you got to give massive amounts of respect to their fan base they've been through the the tough parts of of their franchise with with some down years and some some really tough years but now that they're reaping the benefits kind of like us wisconsin sports fans with with the milwaukee bucks boy we had some down years in the nba world but now we're reaping the benefits they just won the title last year and they're a threat to repeat this year so um that's that's kind of a good a good you know comparison as far as you know tough years but boy you stick with them you're diehard fan loyal fan you're going to reap the benefits. So, and speaking of those bucks, a segue, now that we covered the Super Bowl, they made a trade, Mark, at the deadline. They picked up Serge Ibaka from the Clippers, and I think it was a four-team trade. 
They got Serge Ibaka, two draft picks, two second-round draft picks in cash. They traded Dante DiVincenzo, Samuel Ojale, and Rodney Hood. So, you know, Dante, I'm going to miss Dante. I really am. I like Dante's game. He's a fun player to watch. He's a really good guy. Um, really seemed to embrace Milwaukee from from when they drafted him to all the way throughout his career. Unfortunately, he had the tough injury that kept him out um, most of last year. Um, so that was really hard um, for him. But he's back now. Um, he's, he's playing, and they had to get rid of him, I think. Part of it for them was they, they got Grayson Allen in a trade from the Grizzlies, and then they signed Grayson Allen to a reasonable, considering the NBA contracts nowadays, a reasonable contract for a role-playing shooting guard, um, a very good role-playing shooting guard who starts for them, um, who's got a lot of talent, um, both offensively and defensively. So um, I think the writing was on the wall, so to speak, for, for Dante. Um, given the fact that he was a free agent, or he's going to be a free agent this offseason, and the fact that they have cap constraints with Giannis's big, understandably big, you know, supermax deal, Drew Holiday is going to be a buck for life um, with his contract extension. You know, they got Middleton. I would assume for you know two or three more years, probably, and they'll probably tack on some more years as well um, with another extension to to money Middleton. So they're they're going to be um, up against it with the cap, and I don't think that. Um, a a re-signing of Dante was was in the cards. Um, unfortunately, oh, that's the part tough part of, of being a fan and, and of any of, of anybody. When a player leaves that really, you really like and you're 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 a fan of, um, it's tough. But that's that's the NBA. The Bucks needed big man help, and they got it with Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka can block shots. Um, he's a really good defensive player. Um, obviously, we we. we know him mostly from his days in Toronto um, going back to the 2019 um, unfortunate loss in the playoffs um, to the eventual champs the the Raptors can do it all really got he's got an impressive three-point game he's, he's got an impressive mid-range game he, he can take it down low as well um, and and you know I, I thought a, a nice pickup and I'm hoping I'm hoping yes I know that my voice just squeaked there temporarily I'm hoping that um, they can sign him to an extension because I think he's just got one more year. It would be nice to get him to sign to a, a reasonable extension. I know, again, with the cap, but I think that um, hopefully they, they because whenever you trade for a player, you know, obviously you get them for, for the rest of the year, but if they're, they're on a, they're on a, you know, expiring contract, you, you want him back. Yeah. You know, hopefully. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's my take. Mark, what say you? Yes, I agree, Adam. I hope they can keep Ibaka for a while. Uh, he he does have an expiring contract, and um, I don't know. They're gonna have some tough decisions in the offseason to make with Pat Pat Connaughton, Bobby Portis being free agents. But anyways, the Bucks still have their core three in place, and Serge is a much needed insurance policy if Brook Lopez can play, and even even if he can play. He, there's a lot of big guys in the East that they're going to have to stop, including you know Joel Embiid from the Sixers, Bam Adebayo from the um, from the Heat, um, the Bulls with Vucevic, the uh, the Nets with Ben Simmons and, and other guys and and other teams too. So Serge, you can't complain about a guy who has championship experience who can get your defense and rebounding. We've seen the Bucks have a lot of problems this year when it's just Giannis and Bobby Portis against some of these teams with big guys down low as far as having enough enough uh, strength to hold up. So I love the Serge Ibaka trade. Kudos to John Horst. I think there's more to come. They have two or three roster spots left to fill. Unfortunately, Pat Connaughton looks like he might be out the rest of the regular season, so they're going to have to find somebody. But what have we learned so far from John Horst? Don't doubt him. He's had some good moves, and I think he'll have some more moves coming up to help with the Bucks. Yes, I agree. And hopefully they can get Brooke back uh, as well. Um, hopefully, hopefully when he's back, um, he's he's what he what he was before the injury. But a big man with a back injury, any back injury to anybody, it's it's gonna hamper him. So hopefully, you know, maybe he's not quite himself just because you know that's a tough injury. 
but hopefully he's he's just able to come back. Let's just let's just say that for starters, and and then we'll we'll worry about what what version he is um, coming back. So love the trade for the Bucks. Gonna need probably some guard depth in the, in the buyout market. Hopefully with with the Connaughton injury as well. Um, just some some guard depth w- would be nice to um, lengthen the roster as far as depth. They're gonna be a, a serious contender for the title again. But we'll see what happens. We'll talk to you again in another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Benano. Enjoy the Super Bowl and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much.